Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Sith Council. It's our first Sith Council minus Boba in a while. Boba. So that's all come and gone. Well, we got more series coming up, and we're going to talk about that today, man. Obi-Wan. It was announced. It's coming out May 25th. Good move, bad move. Why don't we get a damn trailer? We'll talk about that for sure. Book of Boba Fett had a really high viewership, so much so on their finale that it was it was even better than the second season finale of Mandalorian. Did you know that? I bet you didn't. Um, and then there's uh there's some more news. You know, we'll talk a little more Andor, but I think the main thing, as you saw in the title, Steph and I, no Mike today, but Steph and I are gonna talk about Palpatine. Where's he gonna land? Where's he gonna show up? What are the surprises we're gonna get? Is he gonna show up at all? Does it make sense if he doesn't? That and more and i need you to show just a little bit of class will you just show an ounce hit that subscribe button notification button do it all make sure you do that and if you haven't joined patreon man are you missing out we just dropped the thing we're going to do a bonus episode a live episode everybody's always asking about live episodes why don't you do live anymore we're going to do a live episode of i think it's big thing this this month on uh on patreon you got the rewatches Got Brett and Kate's play date, three episodes of SCM Live a month. Lots going on. All right, but that's that's enough of this. It's me, it's Steph Sabra, Sith Council. Let's do it. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus, makes you stronger. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So nice to have you. To those people who are sticking around to watch us talk Star Wars, even though there's no Boba Fett, God bless you. 7 p.m., the new time. Stop coughing, stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, you hear her coughing in the background. It's not George Lucas as General Grievous. It is Steph Sabral. <laughs> How are you? Oh, my God, not Grievous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've just been poking, uh, smoking a pack of cigs. Death sticks, oh, if do you, you will. Do you do the yeah. smokes? No, 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 no. It's not my thing. No, I because I was too. If I started smoking, if you're born in the '90s, then you had too much science to decide that you should. We should still be smoking. There's just too much. Speaking my language, man. My my, my dad. This is not. This is not one of those things. Everybody, you do. You do. You do your thing. I I think smoking stinks. But hey, it's up to you. Don't worry about it. Uh, listen, you got a lot to talk about here. Um, even though. Boba Fett, it's come and gone. It's over. And within seconds, we, we talk, Steph, we've been speculating for months about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Been speculating for months. And then finally, they had the, um, the port executive says, he, he sees that they're going to announce, there's an announcement that, the, uh, that they, was gonna do, they were going to do a Boba, uh, Obi-Wan comic book. And so yeah. this poor bastard thinks that they're announcing that it, the show's coming out. So he's like, hey, we got uh, in May it's coming out and then Hollywood reporters start sneaking around. And then I finally, they finally had to announce it. I don't think they were planning on announcing it. Yeah. I don't think so either. No. So they do. And then everybody started saying, Oh, May 4th, May 4th. And the more I started thinking about it, I said, I don't think it's going to be May 4th. I think it's going to be May 25th because it's the 45th anniversary of, of, um, of new hope. Um, and, and, and so, the 45th anniversary of new hope and to have that at that time when when's the first time you saw obi-wan kenobi 45 years ago in, in new hope so to bring it on may 25th makes a lot more sense to me um and i think that that's why they're doing it but the thing that everyone got 
kicked right in the nuts was because they had brought up the poster. And I'm going to bring that poster up in a second. But they brought that poster up. And everyone's like, oh, oh there you go. We're getting we're getting the trailer at Super Bowl. Yeah. Nope. Some commercial with Ewan McGregor and some of the they, they, that was a real that was a real tease. I thought for sure we were going to get a trailer. I was saying that like we weren't going to even I was at the desert this weekend. So we were we were going to watch the game, but it wasn't like we weren't in L.A., which obviously it was here. Right. And I was like, all I'm looking forward to is this Obi-Wan trailer. Like, that's all I really need out of in the, in the halftime show. And at least I got the halftime show. <laughs> halftime show was incredible, but, yeah. um, yeah, uh, but it, it is, uh, it's the Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan trailer was, we thought it was going to come out and it just, man, that was a real bummer. But I think that once, once we started getting deeper and deeper into the, um, into the show, I was like, yeah, we're not getting this thing. Because they, they would they would they would have done it right away the way they did it, like Doctor Strange when Doctor Strange popped up you're like oh they're really going heavy into it it's got to come sooner than later because now that we know when it when it's coming out yeah I know I think because usually trailers are three months ahead so yeah, yeah but normally what happens is they when when they release a um a poster normally you get the trailer like within the next couple of days and not the case and and they did release the poster there's the poster right now um and it's pretty dope i mean you have it's it's him on tatooine he's not going to stay on tatooine everybody knows that and if you think he's staying on tatooine let's bet everything that you have uh, and i will bet everything i have um because he's going he's going on so yeah. you think you, you think he's gonna yeah. stay between no no no, no. i don't think he's gonna stay there's just two if they're finally doing an ob1 series i think it would be such a shame to keep him in one place when there's so much of a story to tell but the poster is gorgeous i loved uh dune twitter being like this is exactly like dune's poster i'm like all of their posters are going to be similar when you're on a planet just want to complain about they just want to complain about everything like it's like, just don't just don't it's okay. This I, I don't like it or I like it. It's like this is a ripoff from this. Everything is a ripoff of something. Just 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 can you just enjoy it, please? please. Show a little class. Just all else. That's all okay, we're asking. But it looks beautiful. I I really, really like how simple the poster is. Yeah, um, me too. And I think that we then we're getting so close to i mean it's it, we it just made sense because they they were pushing this one for a while the rumors were it was going to happen everyone was like well, we're going to get andor first after that featurette came out i'm like you haven't seen anything from andor like they haven't shown anything from andor there's no chance andor is going to be first bad batch if you told me bad batch was coming first i would have been like okay that makes sense bummer but i get it but that's not the case um someone brought up something pretty interesting now because Cad Bane has been introduced in live action in Boba Fett, do we think that we will see him in either Obi-Wan or in um, in Andor? And I guess we'll do this for a couple different characters, but we'll start with Cad Bane. I don't, sorry, there's a car alarm, so I'm going to keep muting myself when I'm not talking. But uh, I don't think so. I think we might see Cad Bane in a... Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would, it's like on one end, I would be surprised if we finally brought Cad Bane to live action and we don't use him again. So I do think that there's a world in which we do. I don't yeah. think it's any of the the slates that we have coming up, especially because he wasn't really Obi-Wan's shtick in any of the, the parts we've seen him in. 
you'd have a better shot of like BK being in it. But the problem is, it's because in the comic books, it's it, Obi Wan gives BK that scar, the Wookiee. Oh. Um, and he gives him that scar. And the question, though, this the question is, do they want to go into the comic lore? Or do they want to actually use that? Because they've shown that they can disregard the the comics and the, the books. They don't. They don't. And I, I actually put a clip up from when I interviewed Floney years ago. And he just said that it just depends. There's so much stuff out there. You could tell it was his nice way of going. I, I take certain things, but I can kind of disregard other stuff. That's, yeah. it, he's going to pay attention. His canon of the movies and the TV show. So everybody should be aware of that. They, they can pluck from the stuff that they have, but he's not going to pay attention to connectivity on movies and I mean uh, comic books and novels as much as that sucks. That's the way it is. But the thing that they've set up with BK, though, is that he's by the time you end that series you like him i think that they should have kept him as a villain i think they should have kept him as like the anti-chewbacca and then he just became a different version of chewbacca by the end of it he's you know yeah he's a hired gun but he was more you he was on the side of your heroes so when he comes when they try to pitch him again now and if he came he was pitched him in obi-wan and now he's the bad guy i, I don't know if that works yeah that because that would be coming after yeah or no no it would be before yeah it wouldn't work because it would just like he would or he could be bad in obi-wan because wouldn't obi-wan be before his yeah no no he certainly could be he certainly he certainly could be as far as continuity there's, there's no doubt it would the, just be weird yeah to see no, his arc already he does know already by the time you see him because it had even had been uh, had he been just a pure badass that we saw that was choking out no uh, naked boba fett in the tank like um and they would have kept him that way where he was just that that rival where they were going to scrap yeah. if they would have kept him like that then you're like oh, oh there he is again and now we're going to see him younger oh no now it's like okay we just see him younger but you know that eventually whatever happens here with, with obi-wan he's going to go with boba and he's going to wind up just being a good guy and it's yeah. so it just takes it away a little bit it'd still be cool to see him but i don't think it's I don't think it's crucial and I don't think it's going to be the narrative of what they're going to tell. Right. So we're both, we're saying no to Cad Bane. We're saying probably not on BK. Um, now let's get into the easy one. Qui-Gon Jinn. That's That's a slam dunk, right? Slam dunk. Yeah. They, he's been quiet. And when he's asked about it, his answers are like, I think he's just going to be in it. I just think that you you can't have the Obi-Wan series and not bring him back. It's the, the This is the stuff that Dave Filoni does do well and Favreau does do well is the connectivity. It's same thing where, just to reference that that interview, he very much pays attention on how to connect the stuff, the stuff that he does pay attention, attention to inside of the TV shows, inside of the movies. And how do you not pay attention to that scene that Yoda says, I'm sending you to Tatooine to go connect with Qui-Gon who learned how to master the way beyond, beyond death. And you're never going to see how he, how he was able to do that. You're never going to see how he was able to connect because they're just basically going to ignore revenge of the Sith. If they don't now, whether you see him in force ghost form, I would, if I was to guess, I would say yes, but you would could, you could also do where he's just talking to the voice. Yeah, I think totally could go either of those ways. If they do it like the Mandalorian, um, where we had the Luke Skywalker cameo in the second season, then I could see that being like the final chapter, the final episode of the miniseries. Um, like this is Obi-Wan's next step to learn how to force ghosts. And then we bring 
quite on it. Yeah, I maybe that's maybe that's how he does it. But I th- I think that Qui Gon's going to be talking to him earlier. I think I I hope they bring him in in the first episode because it's been ten years since he's been there, so he's already been talking to him at that point because Yoda sent him there. He hasn't been able to connect to him in ten years, you know. So he connects to him. He's talking to him, and I think that because of the connection that Qui Gon had with Anakin, he's probably saying this kid's not totally lost yet. There's still good in him. And and Obi Wan's like I, I didn't even realize I, I I had the I felt him I felt him recently you know him and the Inquisitors they're hunting people down and maybe I can talk some sense into this kid and say we got to find him we got to go we got to do it and they have some kind of thing you know and he maybe he maybe he's he says he'll watch over Luke Qui Gon that is I don't know because Luke's gonna be ten at this point yeah it would also be really interesting I would love to see Qui Gon and. Darth Vader or Anakin, who whatever part of the flashback it is, have a conversation because you got to think that's been heartbreaking for Qui Gon to just watch after he was like, "This is the one." Yeah, and I don't, and I don't, I don't know though because can can I don't know what the rules are there if Sith can see the yeah. ghost, right? So we, I, I would probably bet against the fact that those two are going to have an interaction. Although that'd be that'd be cool. I think that, but that does get into the conversation of. Who will we see Anakin talking to? And now, now with the, uh, if you're going to put like high percentages on things that you could see, after seeing that deep fake with Luke, you would assume they're going to do flashback scenes with with Hayden and Ewan, de-aged them very, very like you know um, minuscule of how they're going to de-age them. But they do a scene with them for sure. Maybe throw in a scene with Anakin and Ahsoka if they need to. They really because they've been connecting the entire universe together, so they might do that within flashback. And as far as reality goes, the present they haven't even. No one's even. Everyone's talking about how Liam Neeson could be in there. Ian McDermott as the Emperor or Tarkin in this series would also yeah. make sense because in Rebels, very much so. Tarkin and 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 Vader were. We're doing a lot of, uh, uh, you know, maneuvering to find the rebels. So what do you think out of those Palpatine, Tarkin, chances that we see them? Yeah, I think that we have a higher chance in seeing them in the Cassian Andor series personally. But I think that um, we could get the pal. I think Ian McDermott could be a really cool pool for Obi-Wan. They might go ahead and pull all the stops for this Obi-Wan series. I think that if you set it up where you're 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, and we know that what Cassian is then going to be like 15 years afterwards or something like that. So it's only five years from the time that we see Obi-Wan to then. If you establish, look at all the eyes that you're going to get on Obi-Wan. You're going to get so many eyes on that. If you can find a way and similar the way that Marvel does to connect the movies that you want to say, well, shoot. That's going to play into Ant-Man 2. That's going to play into this. If you connect those characters, whether it's Palpatine, Tarkin, any of those people, and know that you're going to see them, and they, and you see such a great job inside of the deep fake that you're going to see them now in Andor, you're going to be a little bit more, oh, maybe I should tune into this now. Maybe I should tune in. Maybe they have a scene with Andor at the very end. You know, it's only definitely you know, maybe I mean, you have to make him significant. Uh, I guess not too much younger, but he would be well, he'd be like he'd be around like eight, nine years younger than he was in Rogue One because Rogue One was something like 19 years. Yeah, it was 19 years because Luke was 19. So 19 years after Revenge of the Sith, 
is yeah. my full hope. So it's yeah, so it's around 19 years. So he'd be so Andor would be like nine years younger. Eh, you put him in. You could you could give him a, a I think Andor being that tag that you were talking about before with like Qui-Gon, Andor being the tag at the very end, like the last thing you see, um, could be a great way to continue into Andor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um they're gonna have to start doing that, like connecting and they have been, but I think yeah. that Whereas a few years ago, or even last year, if you asked me, does Star Wars need to do a big connection like Marvel? I would have said no. And I still do say no. But I think that for them to pull in even a greater fan base, like I think of my sisters of the world who are watching The Mandalorian, but sometimes don't watch other things because it's not connected or she doesn't know who Cad Bane is. So the more that they can connect characters that we already know, like Tarkin and Palpatine into these series where you might not know Andor, then I think that you're building like a really, really cool new world. It's all serialized television when the way that they're doing it. And it's, and you have Mandalorian season one, Mandalorian season two, leading into Boba Fett, leading into Mandalorian season three. Right. So, and then Obi-Wan ties into, um, Andor, you know, and then you could have you have those types of things. The Mandalorian season three will tie into Ahsoka, and then there's it's it's the way to tie it all together and and to continue um, interest. And I don't know. I think that the more and more I think about it, I think that would make sense because you're playing in that time period, and if you're playing that close into time period, it would be silly not to try to tie it in one way or another. Um, but Palpatine to me makes more sense in Obi Wan than he does in Andor because. I mean, Tarkin, I can understand the argument of making more sense being an Andor. I get it. Um, but when it comes to Palpatine, Palpatine is, you know, still 10 years fresh of polluting Vader's mind. And you, you, you have to assume that even though Vader is leading the Inquisitors, Palpatine's leading Vader. And so there's always this, you know, um, don't let your thoughts be clouded, Vader. You know, there's going to be that type of stuff going on. And, and he's always within if you did pay attention to the books and Lords of the Sith and some of the comic books, he was he was battling. He was he, he had he had a vision that he went back to Obi-Wan and 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 basically asked for forgiveness and 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 went back to the light. He had that he had there's a really great comic where he had that vision. And then it, and I think that was like three or four years after Sith or something like that. I mean, I don't remember. They can you guys can tell me in the comments, but I remember that scene clearly. Um, and I wonder if they're going to play off of that because I thought that was a really interesting angle. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've heard people talk about that. I like totally forgot that. I knew that that was a plot line in some of those, but I, I think that would be cool to explore for sure. I was just looking at the timeline though. And cause you brought up a good point. Like if we're playing in such a small timeline between a few of these shows that we yeah. have coming up. It does make me think like with the casting and or series, we're going to get multiple seasons. Like when do they start? It probably has to have a big overlap with the Obi-Wan series or yeah, at least a, a little one. That's what I'm saying. Like if, if you, if you put, I think that that series, I, and I don't remember, they might've announced it, but I think that Cassian takes place like five years before rogue one. I think. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but I, for some reason I remember that. And, let, and let's say it is, and you do the math, right? So that's 14 years after Revenge of the Sith, and that's four years after o the Obi Wan series. So yeah, it's, it's close enough that you can you can make it you can really make it work. 
Um, so it's very interesting to see how they're going to play it and why. And as you said, season two seasons already. So maybe there's a lot going on because there's got to be more than just little. The show has to be more than just side missions, right? Like the, the Andor show. It's got to be more than just side missions. And I and I feel like I'm I'm pretty optimistic about it. I'm I'm probably the least excited about it, but I'm optimistic about it because I feel like it's one of those shows that could really surprise you. Because it doesn't have to rely, I mean, because for people who are like, oh, there's all these other characters that they keep relying on and Boba Fett and Andor is a, a new character still. He's only using one movie and you don't really know much about him. If you really dove deep into the novel, you would know that his parents were separatists originally. But like that wasn't explained enough. You just knew that he had, he had conflicts and then he craps out at the end of it when he gets his conscience and his soul back, you know, but like there's really a lot to explore with him. Yeah, and Diego Luna is such an interesting actor. Yeah. You watch him do anything. But it's true. We don't really know much about his character. It could be a really cool, smaller Star Wars story where you see on the ground how like people, families could have been on either side of the movements. Yes. Um, agreed. And so for and with Obi-Wan, it's I, I just if I was if I was a betting man, which I am, I would probably put I'd slap down some cash on the fact that uh, Liam Neeson's going to be in it one way or another, whether it's his voice or Force Ghost. I'm starting to slap down some hard cash that Palpatine's going to be in it because he's too connected with um, with Vader not to be at this point. Even if it's a little, even if it's Vader talking to him via hologram, you know, it's something like that. But when it comes to um, Tarkin, Tarkin's a possibility. Tarkin shows up as well. And my favorite is this. Anytime we do predictions and they come true, we have this one guy who continues to comment. And he's like, well, I'll see. It looks like you got someone on the inside telling you. You just happen to know Palpatine was going to be in Rise of Skywalker. And I was like, it's called just trying yes. to <laughs> guessing and paying attention to what could work. You got on the, you got the stuff on the inside. You knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. You knew that. Yeah. You cheated. No, no I did. Um, you know, you got the inside peeps. No, I don't. I don't the inside peep show a little, will you? Um, <laughs> listen, I got something to. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one, and I'm very curious to get Steph's thoughts afterwards because it's. I'm, I'm probably going to be. Um, I'm going to be blushing as I go through this. Listen to me. All right, look. I want to tell you guys about something. I know that Star Wars is is an aphrodisiac. I understand that. I know that. I get it. You know, people get hot over Star Wars. Here's the thing. I know. And don't lie to me. You've been standing around the gas station and you look over and you go, oh, you know what? I'm going to try one of those, those pills. It's going to get me going get my buddy down there excited. Um, but here's the problem. I know that you want to try it and be like Superman down there. But if you look into those products, it's terrible for you. And a lot of the products that are on the market that help to claim dudes in the bed. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah. Who the hell wants to be walking around with a heart on for four hours? Look at me. I knocked over a plant by accident. I didn't even realize it was still going on. Oh, yeah, it's still happening there. Uh-oh. And now I got heart problems, and I got to go to the hospital and try to explain it. Yeah, I can't. I have a sword in my pants. It won't, it won't go down. It's just staying there. Well, wouldn't you rather take a supplement designed to spice things up naturally rather than a prescription drug that can have harmful effects down the road? You're going to go to great lengths to biohack your way to better mental and physical performance. You do it all the time. When you go to the gym, yeah, man, give me those weights. 
Yeah, man. None of diet. What about the bedroom? This is what Joy Mode does. It's natural and science-backed sexual wellness products for men. It's the sexual performance booster. It's like a pre-workout, but for sex. Joy Mode. It was created because the products in the market are terrible, and they knew that they could do better. And prescriptions that come with all sorts of side effects and the over-the-counter gas station pills are sketchy, guys, and it's fraudulent. But lots of guys take both because they don't have a better option. Here's what you do. It's pretty easy. You just tear open the sachet, the sachet and you mix it with six to eight ounces of water. It's like your favorite electrolyte packet. For best use, you consume anywhere from like 45 minutes to four hours prior to sexual activity. You're going to notice better blood flow, better erection, guys. That's what you got to do, right? Bong. <laughs> I'm three years old. Or 14 years old, I should say. Bong. That's how I, that's how I explain this. Besides, I had Arnold knocking over plants with a hard-on in this, but that's my point. This is the stuff that works. It's quality and it's firmness, and it increases your sexual energy and drive. You want to spice things up in the bedroom, boost your sexual performance, and you got to do it naturally without nasty prescription drugs. We've got a special offer for the big thing audience. I mean, is there more appropriate sponsor for this show for big thing? Even though this is Sith Council, you ever think about that? The whole thing is the big thing. Yeah, this blew your mind. Go to joy, go to usejoymode.com slash big thing or enter big thing at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's usejoymode.com slash big thing for 20% off your first order. Thank you to Joy Mode. And if that doesn't work, try Sith. But I'm pretty sure it's big thing. Big big thing will work. Try that. Try it out. Try it out. That's a new sponsor, huh? I love it. I love it. I've, every time I see in gas stations, it's like, rhinoceros dick. And it's like, who, who is having sex? I do not want that. But you no, see, no, it's, no, somebody uses somebody uses that thing. And the next thing you know, they're trying to pump out one of the gas pumps. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, neck. Yeah. You, don't know, you can't get rid of it. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, I got my own lightsaber. It's like, just do it naturally. <laughs> no. Man. Love it. Joy mode, natural joy ingredients. Mode. Come on. Joy mode. Who doesn't want a joy mode? Who doesn't want joy mode? Silly. I'm glad they told us, hey, hey, man. And it's not even for people like, oh, man, I don't want to take that because it feels like, oh, what? I can't do it on my own. It's not about that. It's like you can lift, you can lift weights on your own. But what do you do? You take a supplement, right? And then you then you can really lift, lift weights. Yeah. yeah. So think about where I'm going here, guys. All right. Let's move on. Let's get to some. Let's get to some news. News, dude news for the shoes um okay what do we got here we got some oh yeah let's go let's go to this book of boba fett thing all right book of boba fett um all right here's the news for book of boba fett the finale sees higher viewership than the second season finale of the mandalorian and by the way this comes from our great friends over at uh, star wars news net if you want any star wars news every day and their own original pieces and great podcasts over there head on over to star wars news net so this is per deadline. Samba TV reports that the finale for Book of Boba Fett had 1.5 million views across 3 million smart TV devices. For frame of reference, it's 36% more views. Wow, that's pretty good. Then the second season finale of The Mandalorian, the first five days of play, which racked up to 1.1 million. Samba TV defines a, a view as watching five minutes or more on an episode and measuring the number of devices that streaming shows are seen from rather than the number of total minutes watched. The season premiere for the show came beneath the opening numbers for the second season premiere of The Mandalorian, but for a spinoff, it's a strong result. It's very likely that appearances from Din and Grogu helped boost the numbers. Very likely, you think? Or maybe we have Luke Skywalker in there? You don't mention that? Maybe you don't want to spoil it. 
That's probably why. And I just did. That being said, the season premiere, which saw 1.7 million views, holds the five-day record for Book of Boba Fett. There's a lot of ads on this site, though. I'll tell you that. It's the one thing. I don't blame them. they got to make their money. But now I can't see it. Oh, man. you got to have sponsors? Why do you have sponsors? Joy mode. <laughs> Increase viewership between finales. Announce. Just announce. got to get those shirts for you, Steph. Can you get your show? I would wear that. I know you would. Too I often. You, I know you would. I'm going to get you on. Show, show a little. How just, I feel about everyone. I'm like, come on. No announce. It's my favorite comment I ever got. Some guy got so mad that I asked somebody. Some guy goes, you know, I uh, I like this channel, but uh, I might have to unsubscribe. You keep telling people to show class. I'm like, what is wrong for telling people to show some class? It's what? like, you gotta, it's so, it was so weird. I was like, why did show show a little class? It's like, I'm not Ron telling Burgundy you. Burgundy said it so Christian Harloff could run with it. That's right. What are you talking it's, about it's one thing if I said it's one thing if I said you have no class. Yeah. If I said, hey idiots, you have no class. You have no class, you stupid idiots. I don't say that. I said, show a little class. I mean, if you're subscribed, you already have class. So what the hell are you? What do you? What does everybody complain about? Can it, Steph? Can anybody have fun these days anymore? I don't know. It feels like so. it's just you and I on this fun That's island. It. That's it. Nobody likes to have fun. Speaking of fun, though, those ratings, though, pretty good. Yeah, I'm, really I'm, good. I'm having fun if I'm a star. If I'm a if I'm an exec on Disney Plus right now. Totally. I think you're right. Like you can't not counter in the fact that. You have a also Ahsoka yeah. coming into the show. Like you have all of your big hitters that people have fallen in love with for a long time now coming in. Why you put them in? You put them in for ratings. Yeah, yeah, and it was a really like it is a fun. There were so many fun things, even with the finale. Like looking at that picture we just saw with the rancor. Like that's a cool shot. That is one of the coolest shots of the season. So it makes sense. It's exciting. I think that they'll definitely learn from some of the good things and bad things that came with the show and it will and i think that like we've said like when we see mandalorian next season we're gonna like this show even more yeah i agree yeah. because it adds into it that's why people are saying you know all these things about why would you put mandalorian in this let it carry on its own well look at the ratings that's why they did what they yeah. did well but it shouldn't have been his own show okay, we've been through the dance already did you enjoy the episodes that were on it's like at this point, just just enjoy it, and then I I got um what, what were I'm you just saying? I'm just not gonna I we, I hadn't I hadn't even gotten into it, and I won't and I won't make a thing out of it. I just hilarious, and I I was asked to comment on it. And I'm like, in no world am I going to comment on how stupid this is. People getting mad about that ridiculous spin that the guy did. Oh, it's so it was it was it was it was stupid. But is it is it enough to have an eighty seven thousand hour debate about it? It's Wait, like that's hilarious. Hilarious. Like everybody's getting so mad about it. I'm like, it's the stupidest thing. I'm like, why would he spin at that point? It makes no sense why he would do that. But it may, but yeah. nothing the biker gang or the, the whatever Power. Power Rangers did made sense in the show. And that's the problem. The kick was no different than clapping midway through as you're backed up to a corner. Right. It's just right. like there was a fall, but it was when we were on the show during the finale, I saw yeah. that tweet and I was like, should I bring this up? And I'm like, no, it, became, it was like a thing. Like people were like debating it. I'm like, I'm like, people just want to like stand on opposite sides and just throw rocks at each other yeah. about anything. And it's like, I'm not getting into it. It's a stupid spin. You're not even going to think about it ever again. What did it make any sense at all? No. Did no. I even when I was watching it? Did I even care? I was more. How do we not bring up out of all the stuff that's brought up? How do you not bring up that the one guy looked just like Lionel Richie and no one brought it up? 
all night long. All night long, and then he gets shot in the head, or he does, and no one gets sad that Lionel Richie is, is gone. But nobody brings. You want to talk about this? You want to talk about a flip? You want to talk about the spin? You want to talk about the spin? Everybody gets so upset about the spin, and it's like everybody gets so mad about everything, and it's like I I refuse. And even people, that's why I think people have been coming over here more because even the stuff that we goof on, they still like it. It's still we're still having fun watching. We still get to watch Star Wars TV, and it's like you know we're not gonna like everything. We're gonna be honest about what we don't like, but like I'm not gonna. Oh, oh, what's wrong? I'm angry. Yeah. Why, are we, why are you so angry? Because there was a guy and he was spinning. Oh, I'm so angry. Why are you angry over a spin? Like, Watch something else. And then you see the people, it's like there's a difference between saying, Yeah, I didn't love that. And Robert Rodriguez should never be working inside because he shot this spin. It's <laughs> so mad about it. I'm like, look, I I and I said I don't. If you compare what Robert Rodriguez did to Mandalorian, which was one of the best episodes of that season, yeah. compared to these, his episodes were the most lackluster. And people are, well, you have to also blame that on Favreau for the episodes that were, that because he wrote a lot of them. There was some stuff that was written in the episodes that weren't great. But for, unfortunately and fortunately for Favreau is that Favreau can also compare to the other stuff that he did write that worked during it so that's that's the thing is that well how come everybody's not blaming favreau because he wrote those episodes well for those particular episodes they weren't great but it was collective for the whole season there were a lot of episodes that he wrote that were good favreau uh for this series robert rodriguez in my opinion added a lot of stuff that i didn't think that fit and if you loved it that's awesome that's great i you, there are a lot of people who love the look of the mods and look and love the look of the bikes and everything too and that's great I just thought there was too much of the Robert Rodriguez universe in, in the same way that I had an issue with like Batman be, uh, returns with, with the, how it's more, it's more Tim Burton than it is Batman. And that, that that's always bothered. It doesn't matter who the director is. It's always bothered me when the director style overtakes uh, an established galaxy already. Yeah, I know it's well, we never really know, you know, how much was one person's idea or the other idea, but I think we can definitely surmise that some of the choices didn't work like for me either. But I think that, um, I, I would be curious to know exactly like where the pitches came from, but it doesn't really matter. No. It was good, it just wasn't, it wasn't like my favorite piece of Star Wars. They did release, um, a statement about the uh the, the flip the, oh, the, yeah let me hold on. apologies apologies yeah that was the statement that was the start and finish apologies. That, was that was the whole that was the whole thing and then some other lady came running out and said this do me a favor please oh, no, somebody else. get out of here get out of here man shit Sorry, wrong one oh, he God. needs some milk that was what, that was <laughs> so you're gonna play what is she proposing <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, so oh. anyway, that was the big, I mean, those are the big things that are happening inside of Star Wars news at the moment. I mean, there's oh no, no, no. This is what I want to talk to you about. I, I don't know anything about this, and I wanted to get I wanted to see Steph what what you know about this. This rumor is a, this is from uh from Grant Davis over at Star Wars News Net. So Mystery announced Star Wars series casting details. So I don't know. So we see this 
picture. I don't know if this picture has anything to do with it. I don't know if this, this is animated. I don't know anything about this. What, let's 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 read this. If the rumors are true, then Lucasfilm's unknown Star Wars series for Disney Plus is beginning to assemble its cast. Many of the leads are said to be younger actors, indicating the series is set to fall in line with existing rumors. Please keep in mind that no word of this series existing has come from Lucasfilm or Disney and has to this and has to this point only been reported by unofficial outlets. Okay. The latest on this unknown series comes from the Illuminati. It's a pretty clever name, actually, who claim who claim five major roles have been sent out via casting sheets. So this is this live? Is this live action? I don't really understand why it. Mail 11, as you guys can just screenshot. I'm not reading all this shit. So, um, Arthur's code name Grammar Rodeo. While that code name might look like word salad for the average reader, fans of The Simpsons have associated the phrase with a joke in the episode Bart on the Road, which involved the title character and several kids in his classroom going on an unauthorized road trip. With that in mind, the story may involve a group of kids going on a recklessly unsupervised, excuse me, unsupervised adventure together. Production is said to start in June and end in December. Are we talking live action here? What are we talking about? I don't know. Yeah. It's a kid-friendly series, so maybe it is. So, well, there you go. So, look, this, and you know, if this is a kid-friendly series, and then the Acolyte, which is supposed to be more of a uh, adult-themed, so some people have indicated the tone is going for Stranger Things in Space, so I guess it is a, a live action. Um, Acolyte's more adult-oriented. But it looks like it's in development for Disney. It looks like live action. So I, I this is the first I'm hearing of this. Have you have you heard anything about this at all? No, I yeah, I saw a little bit about it, but I didn't know what to expect from it. I couldn't tell really what it was. But right. if they do make like more of like a kid, it's interesting because Star Wars, like what do they make that's not kid-like? And I know that there's things that are more for kids, like resistance and even Clone Wars technically, but I think all of the, it's not like they need to branch off and do something lighter. No, I think, but I think that when the, the thing that got me inside of that report was the stranger things like with kids, right? So whether it was like, imagine it was a young Jedi Academy type thing, right? And depending yeah. on when they said it, at what point, maybe it's High Republic. Maybe they're going to really get into High Republic at this point. Maybe they're going to be like, we were just talking about earlier today with, how we want things to relate to one another. And if you put the acolyte, which is like, I think like 50 years before the Phantom Menace or something, when the high Republic is uh, like at the end, um, if you're combining that and you have, cause it's the height of the Jedi, there's a ton of Jedi. And if it's this adventure with young Jedi and a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more kid friendly, I don't think it's a bad idea. And I think that for, you're going to get people be prepared be prepared for every person out there who likes to complain about star wars no matter what it is about how it's the disney agenda or whatever 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 it might be they're gonna have they're gonna have a field day with this series but that's why hopefully the counter of if but this is the problem though and and this is the problem with when you pitch a series inside the way that they did for boba fett boba fett i enjoyed by the way and, and i don't we don't know if we've finally kind of recapped the whole series I enjoyed the the Boba Fett series. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't like. There's a lot of stuff that I really enjoyed. And there was, but I think that my disappointment, and this is fair for anything, and and it's you have expectations, and when you see certain things that pop up, um, like trailers, the trailers that they gave you before the series came out was significantly different than what you got. Yeah. Now that could be a risk with Acolyte. I think Acolyte. If you're going to pitch it as a dark series, 
then go dark. Go with it. Go with your adult. Go with your fir- first kind of like PG 13 pushing that limit of this is the darkest that we got. Give us one of those. You got Moon Knight coming out. So give us one of those Star Wars ones, especially if you're going to then, you know, throw the balance off and, and not throw the balance off or, or start to balance it by giving you a lighter kind of kid friendly show like this. I think it, I think it then does what Marvel does and says we have a kid adventure here. We have a spy adventure. We got something dark. We have this. We have that. That's when you start to make something for everybody. Yeah, and they could, though, Christian, make it about younger characters, but still keep it in a more serious tone, you know, like how... Yeah, not goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that... I don't... Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Like, I, I, as long as they don't make it, like, super cheesy live action. But even then, if it's... If kids like it, good. That's cool. I think there's enough room for everything. But it would be, like, they can totally... I love Stranger Things. Because even though it's about kids, there's, like, some dark, serious uh, things that they're dealing with. Yeah, and and if it's just kids that are in the lead, and it's it's like a kind of like a fun little... But I, I think it would be maybe... An adventure that these kids have to go on together, you know, and and because the casting of the kids is like it's all like eleven and twelve year olds. So this is like something I I right away say my ten year old is gonna love this show. Yeah, and like every show doesn't have to be a show that we all are looking forward to. It's it's a big IP. It's a big brand that we can go. Okay, this one they're just making just for the kids, and that's the beauty of the television. That's the beauty of television where prequels were made for kids. And the people and like adults are pissed because they're they're hoping to get that feel of like, you know, the original trilogy where it's it was a blend of both. Right. And with TV, it's like it's like one for you, one for them. Fine. And and but but again, we don't even know if this is a real series or not. I have no idea. Who knows? But our our last story. Go ahead, Steph. You want to say something else? No, it's just, it's just true. Like we look at Star Wars because it started with less movies and um, less of a idea of how it could really branch. But if you look at it as a separate entity like Marvel and like Disney Channel, even Disney Channel, it's like I'm not excited for every movie and show Disney puts out. A lot of things that they put out are for children and i like kids things but a lot of times like it's like you can tell when it's like dog paw patrol that's not for me no it's my my okay so so here's it's great example so here's how it works in my house if disney plus is on and i'm on the couch it's either gonna be star wars or marvel watching some old thing that was that was on you know some some older movie maybe right and my kids are watching everything else you know the Disney movies, the Pixar movies, the uh, the new the series. The you know um, what what's what the hell is the name of that series? Uh, Pinkalicious. You ever hear of this one? No. Exactly, and you won't until you have kids. But that's my point: is that all there's all these shows that they can watch. But if I'm usually probably watching HBO Max, if I'm not watching those particular series, yeah, or those movies. So that's why it actually is working the way it's working, and why it's so popular. But um anyway so there's a lot to come out it's a shorter show today but we are going to cover this last thing um pedro pascal was talking to somebody i don't know who the hell he was talking to but um here's the um here's the article pedro pascal has provided a brief update on what viewers can expect from the third season of the Mandalorian. following his character din darjin and his buddy grogu surprisingly early reunion in the book of boba fett 
After expecting Pascal to give anything mind-blowing away about the third season, which is still filming, then lower those expectations. The update that he's provided is one um, that won't be getting him targeted by Lucasfilm sniper droids for giving him too much away. While talking to the German magazine Neelix, Neelix had tipped a screen rant. He gave the usual talk about how much he enjoys the story that he's a star of, but he also noted that the next season will introduce a new, or excuse me, a number of characters new to the series. Okay, there will be some familiar faces, and there will be a lot of new faces. In addition, there's a lot of action and a really great story. So will these characters join the likes of Ahsoka Tano and Cad Bane by having previously appeared in animated shows, now making a big jump for live action, and some coming from the other source materials, such as Cobb Vanth from the Aftermath books or Black Chrysanthemum from the pages of Marvel Comics? How many of the new characters are original to The Mandalorian? We clearly aren't going to get any answers from Pascal at this point in the time, so all we can do is is irresponsibly speculate. Um, okay. So, yeah, with that, I mean, didn't give you anything. Um, yeah, no. I didn't give you anything. But what we will say about that is that what they have been doing and paying attention to over the three seasons of live-action Star Wars television that they've done is that they've looked at the stuff that's really been working and what's gotten the mo- most buzz. So it's the stuff that unofficially kathleen kennedy didn't really get and didn't and wasn't a big fan of doing the inside baseball stuff and bringing in those characters and thought people would be lost if he did it in movies but they did it in tv and it seems to be the the big thing and it seems to be working and it seems to that's the big anytime you do that it seems to be the massive buzz right when it's whether it's cad bane luke or whoever the hell it might be right uh, Cobb Vanth any of those things with it when when you take those little moments and you incorporate them into the, stu- the story Ahsoka being one of those as well um that's the stuff that's working so I think those type of things will happen and I think you're probably going to get Ahsoka I, I I would guarantee you're going to get Ahsoka because they want they really want to pitch forward that that um Ahsoka series and whether they're pro- and I would guess Satine's probably gonna or Sabine is probably gonna um show up yeah also because you, you, they've cast her. They probably have her. The, the, them going on to go to their mission to go find Ezra and Thrawn. So that's that would be my guess as far as brand new characters. I don't know. Yeah, I think with the Ahsoka character in live action, because I think that there's a lot of people that might go back in Clone Wars once they saw her and are like interested in this character. But if you don't know anything about the Ahsoka character, I would probably be like, from what we've seen, she's cool, but I don't really know much. She's so dope for me because I know so much about right. her. So they have, uh, I think that cause a lot of her storyline has just been based on helping other people or a part of their narrative. So yeah. the more that they incorporate her own kind of agency, I think that will be cool for people to latch onto that property. Yeah. And it's funny because when you're watching it, even that scene with her and Luke, you know, and it's like, you're, it's like, well, she seems like the more superior Jedi. Oh yeah. She had a lot more training. Yeah, she yeah. Was, she was for a long time, she was. Luke was. Luke's like what at that point, and that's five. What is it? Five years after Jedi Mandalorian. Yeah, or five or six between. Yes. So we're about five years. Yeah. yeah. So Luke's only like what eight uh, eight years into his training or something, or nine years into his training, and Ahsoka's into like her twentieth or thirtieth year or training or whatever it might be. So. Um, yeah, of course she's the most more experienced Jedi. Um, what I do hope that they give us at some point in the Ahsoka series, maybe, how did those two meet? Yeah. They they really I mean everybody's waiting, waiting for that 
and how that was going to happen. Like, there's a great meme out there where they do meet and Ahsoka kind of reads his memories and she starts to cry because she says, she thinks about Anakin and she says he came back. Did you see this? And no. It's really good. I want to see if I can find it. But um, yeah. what, what is it? It's like a, it's a drawing. Um, oh, it's a drawing. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find it. It's really, it's yeah, yeah. I found it. I found it. It's re- it's 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 really really good. Um, I'm gonna I'll do a I'll do a screenshot of it and I'll I'll play it. For, I'll show the audience. Like, yeah, I thought they might have more a conversation in the episode that we got them in Book of Boba, but they didn't have a lot of time, and it wasn't that. I don't think it was the right show for that. No, probably not. But I don't want them to ignore it. Yeah, I don't want them to ignore it as long as they show it you know yeah. in some way or another all right here's so this is i don't know who the artist is so you guys can tell us in the comments who the artist is but this is, this is going on um this is luke and it says you look so much like your father if only you could if only you could see him and then i did ahsoka in the end he returned to the light and i got to see him uh the real him to see anakin and then she sees it she cries and she said he came back he came back oh pretty awesome yeah, it's really, really cool. Pretty awesome. So, like yeah. the, the fact that they actually met and how they met. I mean, that's not canon. I don't yeah. think. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't. I don't. I was gonna ask because I've never heard of that. Yeah, I don't so. believe that that's canon. Um. Oh no, this is this was a Reddit page. Someone someone had had done it, but it's a great. It was great, great, great art, great thing, and, I, and it was passing around. They should do something like that, and hopefully, you know, hopefully they explain it at one one point. Who knows? Yeah, that would be a really beautiful scene. Yeah. Um. But either way, so look, this is how it's going to work. You're going to have shorter episodes of, of Sith Council while we go through it. If there's stuff that's coming out. But we're assuming that one of the episodes will be a deep dive breakdown into the trailer of, of Kenobi whenever the hell that hits, whether it's next week. What's going to happen, Steph, you realize, is that we're going to probably start stop shooting this. And the second we stop shooting, they're probably going to drop it today, like two minutes later. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to come any any day now. That's usually what happens. Um Anyway, guys, so thank you guys so much for joining myself and Steph today. Make sure that you are subscribed to this. Make sure that you also um, are going to the Sith Council feed on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We don't do StreamYard. We don't do, uh, um, you know, the, the um, what did I say, StreamYard? Because we do StreamYard. We don't Stream do StreamLabs. We don't do Super Chat. We don't do any of that stuff. Um, we just ask you guys to head on over there and subscribe to it follow us especially spotify we're moving up the charts there it helps tremendously it's like well i watch on youtube doesn't that help it does but it helps so much more if you went over there uh steph they also they need to do something what do they need to do show a little class just an ounce that's all we're asking for here an ounce of class i'm not telling you that you don't have it but i'm telling you you would have just a little bit more if you subscribed and hit that notification button for the great steph sabra i am apologies apologies oh is that the wrong song okay so for steph sabra i'm christian harloff that's my name and we'll see you next time i can feel your anger it gives you focus makes you stronger